Hi, this is Nikki from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. You're listening to another podcast episode. If you like the podcast and the episode, please write a review, share with a friend, or leave a comment. You can also visit my website at www.nikkiasherbowling.com or you can visit my YouTube channel. Thank you and enjoy a new episode from Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. So Welcome everybody to another episode of Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. And today I have guest Fiona Valentine and she is a business coach for artists and she decided she was going to be an artist and start painting and now she teaches other people to paint. So I just think that's wonderful. And so so I'm so glad you're here today um, with us, Fiona from Australia. So it's already tomorrow where she is. <laughs> so tell That's us. That's right. Hi, Nikki. So nice to be here. <laughs> so tell us about a little about yourself and how, why, the reason why you started to paint and then how you got into teaching others to paint. Okay, I'm a wife, mum of two adult daughters, and my painting journey kind of came in in stages. I think um, I enjoyed drawing and painting as most kids do, you know. And sometimes we stop. I had some good training in high school, and then I didn't really anything with my creativity for a long time, and I just didn't understand how important it was to me and to my overall well-being mm-hmm. even my mental health and we were living overseas in a really remote situation we're actually in a mud village in west africa oh my and my first baby was born there oh. and yeah i i really remember uh not pursuing my creativity because it just it felt so self-indulgent in that context where I could see other mothers really Uh doing it hard yeah but I didn't understand that I really wasn't helping myself and in fact if I'd really had eyes to see the women around me were enjoying their creativity they were making carvings on you know just simple decorations on even plastic objects but just beautiful patterns embroidering the clothing things like that and I, I didn't understand yeah. at the time how much exercising our creativity just contributes to a feeling of well-being wow yeah so it wasn't until quite a long time later I started to understand that more by this time I had two girls and we'd been homeschooling <laughs> for quite a long time which in a way was a you know an outlet for creativity also yeah for anyone who's tried this at home (laughs) that brings its own challenges and my second daughter for a long time we knew that there were some extra things going on there but we didn't know what they were and Uh it wasn't until she was nearly nine that we found out that she was actually on the autism spectrum so that began a whole journey of discovery and around that same time of learning to understand what's going on 
the wiring, um, mm -hmm. I had started painting. And so during the next years, just walking out, going to school, becoming a teenager, all those sorts yeah. of things with her, I found my creativity in painting was a really great escape from wow. the challenges of all so of that. So did that yeah. help you? I know you're discovering painting for yourself, but did it help you um, with your daughter? I mean, does she like to paint or was she able to connect with that? Or was it just something that you used for yourself? It was just something I made for myself because for her, painting and drawing were just too complex for oh, some people yeah. on the spectrum they're fantastic outlets that wasn't the case right. for her for her her outlets reading books and so oh, reading yeah. together has always been something that comes easy for us um mm. and in fact when she was really small around five before we knew really what was going on mm -hmm. we borrowed a book from the library that had the beautiful hymn all creatures great and small set to gorgeous illustrations Mikhail mm -hmm. has great uh, art appreciation that my daughter yeah and uh, anyway I could see it even then as a little girl so we were reading <laughs> this book and you know it's got the lines in there uh, he made their glowing colors he made their tiny wings and in those Aww. days she didn't say a, a whole lot um yeah. she, she would talk but she didn't she wasn't being self-revelatory at all in a way that right. kids normally are and after right. reading this book she called me over one day and she said, look, mummy, tiny And I was just stunned. There was, <laughs> there, she was quoting this book, Tiny Wings, yeah. and there was a tiny little lace wing moth on the window mm -hmm. that she was showing me. And so that kind of began a game of looking for tiny wings. Oh. And so we would find tiny, tiny birds, um, uh -huh. butterflies, things like that. It was just oh. a really lovely way of sharing that we hadn't had before. So now I'm painting. Yeah tiny wings and I've oh. painted quite a lot of birds and butterflies and she's been writing some of her stories uh -huh. so although she didn't paint in those the seeds of me becoming an artist and her loving yeah. books were really they were there right right well I love that that because there's been so many times I've talked to mothers and they've not had that connection with their child that's that is on the, you know, on the spectrum. And I just long for them because I mean, being a mother, you care for your child and you have that special bond. And sometimes when you don't get that, you can feel like you're, you're wanting, you're left wanting something more. And so that's really precious that you were able to, you know, connect with her on that level. So does your other daughter, does she paint? at all or she can uh mm -hmm. she doesn't she's uh these days she's a nurse oh there's <laughs> a lot of really interesting uh yeah she's wired quite differently than me that that career <laughs> choice would never work for me yeah. <laughs> but she does really appreciate and enjoy art and mm -hmm. of course yeah <laughs> So, so where did you start to go? I know when we talked earlier, you had mentioned that you, when the girls were at school, you would go and um, to learn how to paint. So tell me how you got involved with that. And I think you had a, a, a special teacher that taught you how to paint. 
Well, in the beginning, when I, uh, after I was sort of experimenting and realised I have no idea what I'm doing here. <laughs> I do really like some better That's my whole life. I am doing this for fun. Yeah. <laughs> so my first step was I'd go to the library and I borrowed all the books I could find on painting. And at the time I was working with watercolour, mm-hmm. which now I realised if I'd started with oil, it probably would have been a lot easier because you can paint <laughs> over the top of your mistakes, which you can't really do in watercolor. I mean, Picasso but, did that. I learned some things. <laughs> yeah. I, I met uh, some local ladies in the community who mm-hmm. showed me some real you know, basics like how to choose the best paper, how not to yeah. wash your paint down the, down the sink when you're finished because with watercolor you can actually save it, let it dry and keep using it next time oh. just really oh wow that's amazing like that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um, and after that I I did do some classes and um I went to the Australian real artists and did a week-long winter school like a master class with them and that was just transforming um I discovered some of the techniques of the yeah. classical masters and you know, we could really sort of stand and learn some things about color, about technique, and that was just so exciting. And I also discovered a link to some really special Australian painters, um, Frederick McCubbin and Arthur uh-huh. Streeton and Tom Roberts, really famous Australian painters. And Frederick oh. McCubbin had an apprentice, uh-huh. and that apprentice made some beautiful stained glass windows here in Melbourne in the city I live in and I was familiar right. with some of those and then mm-hmm. his apprentice had made this beautiful mural apprentice that he was the guy who taught me during that winter oh. school so yeah. here I felt like I had this direct line of teaching <laughs> back to an artist that we just know and and People love know here about, in yeah. so that, that was lovely too I would think Luke, oh yeah God, I got a connect connection, you know, to a famous person, like to God or to someone way out there, you know. And uh, I always think I would be hot stuff, you know. <laughs> but that's so amazing. <laughs> so, like, what is one of your favorites? Um, one of your favorite things that you learned from, you know, um, doing those classes. One of the things I really enjoyed learning was um, some of the techniques to get texture. And we looked at a lot of um, really famous paintings and we looked at some of Rembrandt's work. And Joe Attard was the name of of the guy that we were working with. And Uh so he was showing us how to create texture and layers so that some of the colour underneath would show through and just really simple mm-hmm. techniques when when a layer is dry the way that you can sort of paint across the top of a rough surface and he also showed uh-huh. us how when that's dry you can put a glaze on it'll drip down into the cracks and then you can wipe over it with a rag and you end up with these uh just really amazing textures and that that was really fun <laughs> i would never have thought of that <laughs> i that's amazing i, know. I, I mean amazing when you know how <laughs> Yeah, I I can remember. He was also really. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was also um, really big on thinking about what it is that when you're excited about painting something. What is it making you feel? 
mm-hmm. not just what am I painting physically, but what, what am I feeling about this? Why why do I want to paint this? And he would really oh. get us to write about our ideas and plan out the painting, plan out where the wow. light and data would fall in the painting. And so he made us do a lot of work. And that, <laughs> that process just really stayed with me. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah I mean... I, I get amazed sometimes whenever I'm learning something new and they want you to write, think about it and write it down and answer some questions. And you're like, what does this have to do with me riding a bike? You know, or, you know, but, <laughs> but it actually, it actually helps, you know, because if you can get through the steps, you know, the one, two, threes, and then go from there. I mean, that just, that creates a picture in your mind and you're able to, you know, project that. I really like that. That's, and I find it amazing how well, when we write something down, how well our brain can connect to it. So I really like that idea. So now, so now you're teaching and so how long have you been teaching? Well, I've been teaching other subjects for a really long time. Um, that's mm-hmm. been sort of my life. But mm-hmm. teaching art uh, began really in 2015. So about seven years now I've been okay. teaching. And it's transitioned in that time because um, yep. I went to work uh, when my girls went to school after years of schooling. I was painting on the side and working in an admin job and I learned a lot of business skills in that time but I started really to painting and so uh, I thought about how I could make that work and I started teaching painting classes and workshops and I was actually a guest on a tv show for artists about uh, artist processes and that okay guest episode really helped me launch my first workshops and classes um so I I taught watercolor to a group of ladies for about uh, five years I taught a night class uh for all sorts of people from all different careers at night learning to paint in oil and watercolor I also taught kids it's really Mm -hmm. fun because it's so interesting how we in, we draw symbolically and then we get to about nine and we're mm-hmm. usually interested in making things look a bit more realistically. And if we get yeah. some help on how to do that, right. then we feel confident. And if we don't get any help, sometimes we conclude that, oh, I'm just not good at drawing. <laughs> I just can't do yeah. this. And that's really <laughs> yeah. sad because we can carry that into the rest uh-huh. of our life. And I'm a strong believer that it's not really about talent. It's about skill. So if you want to, you can learn how to. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, always so, think that you're born to do something and, and you're telling me that's not true. You know, you can learn how to paint. <laughs> and I just, well, I, I, I actually love it. I think it's, it's very amazing. empowering to know that if <laughs> yeah. you have a desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm like, okay. Because I've, I've done those classes or those um, <laughs> where you get a group of ladies together and you paint and you drink, you know, wine. And uh, <laughs> sometimes you make something yep, fun. okay and sometimes you don't, you know. And I, 
I find it interesting when the teacher is giving instruction, each person is like, okay, I'm going to draw a line and everybody's line is different, you know, and, or when we add our colors and by the end of the, the paint, the session, everybody's picture is completely different. And I, I'm just overwhelmed by how, and that just explains to me how completely different everybody is, you know, and, but, and how we interpret things and, and how some things, I mean, I could be totally down on my picture and everybody else would be like, oh, that's so beautiful. You know, like, are you kidding me? I messed yeah, up from it the is, first it's, stroke. It's so fun <laughs> doing it in a group. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how individual we are. Right, right. So how do you incorporate your, um, your co coaching, you know, your painting and your, you know, teaching the paint into your coaching. It's actually really interesting how things have grown and changed as I mm -hmm. worked with adults in, in these painting classes and started to see people really step into their skills and mm -hmm. unpack their dreams for they wanted to take their art. That, that was mm -hmm. really exciting to me. And so now oh. in my coaching program, I'm focused on working with artists who are wanting to make a living from their art because there are so many beliefs around that, that it's hard, that you can't mm -hmm. really make money from art. Um, <laughs> oh, that even ideas like, selling art is selling out somehow that you're yeah, you're not really yeah. being authentic and oh. they're just not true when you scratch below the surface and look at it, it doesn't make any sense we don't think doctors are being authentic because they get yeah. paid to heal us it's <laughs> as we bring our value our gift to the world you know people expect to pay and if if somebody loves your art uh -huh. they're happy to exchange value for that to enjoy that in their home or their workplace yeah um so we understand the value that we bring and we recognise that, okay, for artists, we're not often seen as an employee. We're mm -hmm. more likely to be an entrepreneur. We're more likely oh, to yeah. need to step into owning mm -hmm. that side of being an artist, as many terrific artists have done in the past. And, right. and that's really a mindset shift. So yeah. when, when you make that shift and you realise, okay, applying my creativity to a business as uh -huh. well as making my art it's just an extension of my creativity and I can do that in a way that's really authentic and so I love teaching people how to mm -hmm. do that how to um, use the internet we just have mm -hmm. such a fantastic opportunity to reach out across I the know. world with our customers <laughs> and connect yeah I mean look at you and me connecting across the world today in this <laughs> If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, it's A-N-C-H 
O-R.fm to get started. Yeah, I mean, look at you and me connecting across the world today in this <laughs> conversation. I I find so, it interesting, Fiona, that I'm talking to someone from the future because you're already on the next day. <laughs> you know? It's all it's morning. <laughs> That's right. But I I love that. It seems like even though um, I hated that the pandemic happened and we've all been affected by it. However, I feel like it has unlocked something in people's minds to where they they don't want to go back to their regular day job. They're like, I'm using my creativity and I'm going to um, just do these, I always call them side hustles, you know, but yeah, they're creating, they're like recreating themselves and they are so much happier because they're actually doing something that they really enjoy doing. And I just, I just find that. So it's like, I I can't really explain it, but I feel like before this, you know, the big um, steel corporations came or manufacturing and before big corporations that, we're kind of like stepping back into a more simpler way of life. And I feel like, you know, this painting and coaching is all part of that. I mean, I don't know how, if that's how you look at it, but that's how I see it because I'm like, well, I don't want to sit at a desk job anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I want to talk to people all day long. Yeah, that's and exactly. Ask them questions. Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And two, for me, I just knew that what I had unique needs. And so for me, my commitment to my family and being flexible yeah. and available for my girls, my husband, was really important to me. So it was worth the effort to figure yeah. out how to make this happen, how to make this work. Yeah. And I think that's really what empowers my coaching now is because I found yeah. so little advice at the time. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I think, oh, my goodness, if someone had just told me this and this and this, <laughs> I it know. made the journey so much simpler. I um, know. And that's, that's the teaching part of my brain too. I just, if, yeah. if I go through something, I want people coming behind me. You, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be this hard. <laughs> There's a better way to do yeah, it. Yeah, please don't struggle um, like I but did. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think so, to just recognize that women, like for hundreds of years, women have juggled family, creativity, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. been just kind of multitasking their way through successfully yeah. doing that. And finding a way to do that in the modern world, we're juggling family, we're juggling mm-hmm. income, we're using mm-hmm. our creativity. That's exciting to me to yeah. uh, help others find ways to do that too so that we can I mean it's such a privilege to make an income Aww. doing something that you love right right so how does you how, how has your husband like <laughs> um has he been like okay Fiona what are you doing you know or or he's like okay I support you no matter what you do I mean because I know when I tell my husband about things I'm going to do he's like okay well if if you can make it work, go ahead, you know, you know, because I'm unsure of myself. 
and then there's other times he's like yeah sure go you do whatever you what's going to make you happy you know so how would how does your husband react yeah. to you doing this artist thing you know <laughs> yeah well he, in, in the beginning with exploring my creativity understanding this uh it was so important to me super yeah. supportive yeah really encouraging Aww. he's um awesome. he's a really great balance between being a, a helpful art critic you know i can tell mm-hmm. him okay have a look at this painting and tell me what do you think it needs and, right, and then right. when i decided that i wanted to explore making this a living uh-huh. we had a really clear understanding because we needed salary at that time so yeah. our agreement was just as soon as I could make it profitable and replace my salary I'd walk uh-huh. away from my job awesome that's so I that mean, that's that took great. some yeah so um it was good to be on the same page about that and so then when we got to that point where that had happened we were able to have a conversation and go okay so are we are we good to hand yeah. to resignation <laughs> and yeah about <laughs> yeah, we had the agreement. And if it had been up to me all by myself, I would have happily chucked my job and just, you know, <laughs> launched out there. But it, it was really good to talk about you it. It would have you in that hurt. Very objective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I totally. Yeah, he's he's always been a bit That's sweet. I love that. I, uh, I'm sure you didn't like go up to like, okay, honey, I'm going to do this as my new career. And you have a, a drawing of a stick person. You know, I mean, he probably been like really worried. <laughs> okay, Fiona, you might want to work on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and we, we're always, um, well, in talking together, just able to work through things and really spell it out. This is how I think I'm going to make it work. And these are kind of the milestones. And yeah. and, and that wasn't always easy. It's not always easy no. to have those conversations when you're, mm-hmm. I mean, as in most marriages, you're opposites. And so yeah. being able to hold on to something you really want, but be realistic, mm-hmm. you know, and to benefit person's perspective I think that right it sounds plain sailing doesn't it when you look back yeah. and say, oh, this is my journey <laughs> going through it can be a lot more uncomfortable <laughs> can't it I know and trying to get them to understand where you're coming from and like your idea and like what where you want to go that can be challenging because like for me I may not know everything like all the steps but I have to act like I know so I can convince him that this is what I want to do. And so, yeah, I could totally see that. And there could be some misunderstandings, you know, and then, but if you're, you know, each other and you can talk it, talk it out, you know, and um, just keep discussing it until it, you both understand each other and then you have a plan. So I really love that. Yeah, and you do um, Go ahead. You often have a, a realist and a dreamer, or at yeah. least aspects of those. And right. so together, being able to bring those things together, I mean, knowing that right. that's an asset can really yeah. help you through these times when it's maybe challenging to, <laughs> you know, stand I love up for that. Your, your dreams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I always felt I was a real, uh, yeah, a realist. But I think now as I've gotten gotten older and maybe I, you know, because my life has changed in the last few years. You know, I have three adult sons and one is still home, but he's he's talking about flying the coop. So 
we'll see. But I, like, it's changed dramatically. And I feel myself becoming more of that little girl who liked to daydream and, um, and do creative things. And so I find myself doing more of that. And I really find it interesting that that means that as I'm, I'm allowing myself to change, you know, it could, some of it could be positive. Some of it could not be. So I really like that. Um, it's such a great opportunity that. moving into yeah. this different phase of our lives where our kids are grown <laughs> and yeah. and we have different choices than we did when they were and they needed us in yeah. a different way. And I think for a lot of women, it is a real creative blossoming, whether that mm. is a painting and drawing thing or not. Right. Um, there's so right. many ways to explore that. And I think it's a really exciting stage of our lives. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I thought about being this age, like when I was younger, I thought, you know what? My life is, it's over. It's going to be over at 49. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't give up now. I mean, <laughs> there's stuff I want to do. So I, I was just so naive and, you know. <laughs> I think too, just all of the experiences that we take into this stage of our uh -huh. we have to give up some skin quality or you know hair color as we're getting older but <laughs> what we have inwardly mm -hmm. is just so valuable and I, I like knowing myself better I like having right. life experiences that I, I hadn't had at 25. Um, right right I'm, yeah, yeah that's I, part of the gift of this part of our lives yeah, exactly. I, I talked to um, a lady earlier and she said that, you know, we need to educate our our younger, like our daughters. And because they don't know about the aspects of middle age women, you know, they hear, you know, the bad things about it, about the menopause and everything. And, you know, and they don't, they don't, want to talk about it because they you know have been so turned off about about aging you know aging is a bad thing you know wrinkles is bad and you know gray hair is bad and it took me forever to get used to this hair and i colored it for many years and i finally stopped i was it's just a losing battle but but anyway so my point is you know we need to embrace this new age that we're coming into and it's not a time to give up you know there's so much more that we can still do and learn and and give to others and I I just found that really interesting Absolutely. that yeah that you know we just need to educate our you know the younger women in our lives about well yeah menopause does suck but there's all this other things that you know that is happening that's going to be you know that's wonderful so exactly yeah I, I totally agree that telling those stories is is very hopeful is because we do have to grieve getting older in a way like we'd like to keep that yeah. young body for, for longer. <laughs> I know, and it, right? it comes quicker than you think it will but yeah. um 
there's there's so much to compensate us mm-hmm. inwardly right if possible well fiona so i'm so glad that you we made this happen and i hope that we get to talk again so what would be um one last thing what would be you know some advice you would give to someone who is that kind of likes painting but they don't know if it's going to work for them i mean what would you say to them to get them on board knowing what it is that you want is really helpful and if your painting is about joy and and enriching your life it's you know doing that wonderful don't feel like you have to learn everything learn what suits your personality what has interest for you that there are so many options for learning technique online there isn't a right way or a wrong way to do it go with what you like and what suits who you are and if you're enjoying that so much that you're starting to dream about what if I could make an income from from this? <laughs> yeah. Whether that's enough just to pay for paint supplies and lessons or whether you really <laughs> yeah. want to have a go, as you said, starting a side hustle. That's yeah. possible too. And they're they're right. very different. Obviously, there's work involved in either um, and yeah. knowing how much time you want to spend um, is, a, is a good guide. So, yeah, just think about what it is that you really want and if you do... Mm-hmm want to go down that pathway of exploring starting a side hustle then I have a free guide that talks about how to start selling your art and you can find that on my website and I'd have a look at that and it'll help you think through just some really simple strategies for getting some clarity understanding your creativity and then how to make connections with your potential customers so what um is your web the name of your website I'll have it in the show notes but you can go to fionavalentine.com. Easy peasy. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm so glad to have talked to you today, Fiona, and I wish you the best of luck. And thank you so much for thank- joining us today. My pleasure. So enjoyed talking with you. Let me end this off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Motherhood Unfiltered is going to be okay. Please check out my website at www.nickiasherbowling.com and check out my content I have there, other podcast episodes, and schedule your free 15-minute one-on-one call with me today.